Alright guys, uh, welcome to the first episode of the FMS podcast. I'm Jake, and for those who don't know me, I'm in charge of the forum. Joining me for today's podcast is Darren Smith. Hey guys. Alright, let's see what we have coming up for you today. We'll be talking about the podcast itself. Uh, We'll be discussing each other's current football manager stories. We'll have an update from both the forum and the scouting network. And we'll be talking about England's chances for the Euros and all the summer transfer gossip. And finally, it's quiz time as I go up against Darren to see who knows more about football manager. Hi everyone, and welcome to the FMS podcast, a new addition to the already successful FMS site. We've been flirting with the idea of getting something like this together over the past few months, but it's never really come to any sort of fruition until now. The site needed something a little more interactive, and we thought that this would be a great way of getting the readers involved and listening to various aspects of the site while you get on with something else, whether it be reading a story, browsing the net, whatever. And luckily, Darren has offered to do this with me, and as a well-respected and notable figure across the FMS site, I hope that we can make this an enjoyable listen. Um, if this happens to be successful... We'll be doing numerous episodes over a season, discussing everything from players to tactics to managing styles. Anything to help you get better equipped at Football Manager, really. Um, Obviously, we need your involvement too, and every episode we'll be picking a question from you, the FMS audience, to answer. If you'd like to get involved, stick your questions in the comments box below. Yeah, that's right, Jake. Anyone who knows the FMS community will be aware that we're just here to help, really. Uh, so if there's anything that you can't quite understand in the written word uh, or you just want to hear it directly from us, leave a comment. Obviously we can't answer every single question, uh, but ones that we feel can help the majority of listeners out there uh, will be featured. Uh, anyway, now we've got the technical stuff out of the way, let's get on with it and uh, we'll move on to the stories category. Alright, so uh, this is the part where we talk about our stories and we will start off with Darren Scarborough's story which has been... A very, very popular story over the past few months on the main site. Darren, um, we all know your emotional ties to Scarborough. And having something like that to keep you motivated through a story is something I both admire and understand. But you love to start high and take advantage of the new regens. Why the change of challenge? Yeah, well, I think um, a couple of different reasons, really. Um, The readers wanted me to start lower down um, in the league pyramid from uh, comments that I'd been getting on other posts when I was managing with Newcastle and uh, 2011, also then managing with Malaga, I think everyone just wanted me to try something a bit different, Uh, so there was that, Uh, but also I wanted to try something a little bit different, I wanted to, uh, I was kind of sick of doing things that everyone thought, okay we've seen that before, I wanted to just really come up with something different that wasn't been done very much around the community um, so that's when I came up with this um, I also got inspired to be fair by a friend um, I don't get to see Scarborough that much anymore uh, due to them playing in Bridlington but my mate goes to every single game and we were just talking about one of the recent matches actually and that made me think God, can you imagine managing Scarborough on Football Manager I wonder how that would be and then that's where it all started really well, I'm I'm literally trying to wrap my head around you managing eight successive promotions and, and not even scraping them either. You were promotion as champions all the time. Um, just begin to tell me how you even managed that. Patience. <laughs> lots and lots of patience. <laughs> um, it, that is literally it. I mean, you start up the game and I, I have a mate who, uh, who also works with me. Um, he 
plays the game and when it first comes out he'll do really well you know he'll manage Newcastle he'll get fifth position at start uh, and he'll just really enjoy playing it but as time goes on he starts to lose interest slowly uh, and then whenever he starts a new game he pays less attention to the coaches he hires he pays less attention to the players he's getting he just wants to get to the first game to then get straight into the match engine which is a natural thing to do I guess and that's where patience comes in um, so I literally just every little detail I iron out from the start of the game uh, and before I begun the game I made sure I was in the right frame of mind to start it all and make sure I was ready for it because if you're not it, and you start badly uh, then the game's ruined really um, just attention to detail looking at every single player um, that's out there on the market uh, and not only analysing players that you're buying to see if they fit with your tactic but also analysing the clubs around you I think if you look through um, most of the clubs that you're going to be coming up against in a season you and check out their players and then always aim to buy players better than your opponents then you can't go far wrong as long as they're fitting in with your tactic well, and I go to tactics now, and and your four-five-one, um, the tactic you created with Arsenal, and you put on the main site. Um, what inspired you to create it, and and how do you go about using it with Scarborough? Well, I've had a long love affair with a four-five-one um, that stretches back many, many years. Um, back in probably oh Christ, uh, Football Manager two thousand and eight, I struggled with tactics like I don't know what. I used to manage Newcastle. Um, and I could not get above fifth position, no matter what I did. And it just annoyed me so much. But I just kept plugging away, plugging away. It wasn't until I started using the four-five-one that I found consistent results. And now I swear by it, I really do. Um, last year was when I really kicked off and created the Manchelona. Uh, that was due to Johnny um, having such attacking tactics. And I was a bit envious, to be honest. I was always having to adjust my tactics for the opponent. So I thought, well, no, if Johnny doesn't have to do it, then why should I? So... I went about creating more fluid attacking football and it's slowly developed into a tactic uh, that I've got now. I mean, with Scarborough, the only way I adapted it from the Arsenal one that you see on the site is um, I take away the creative freedom and I just restrict it slightly, make sure no players have silly daft settings um, on the wings. Just literally keep it nice, simple, but also fluid attacking. Um, And just nothing complicated it is really that simple but for some reason a 4-5-1 with the roles that you will see on the tactic it just seems to click for some reason YCG system again in force after last year's Newcastle save um, are you adopting the same techniques and goals or have you modified them in any way shape or form yeah um, just more freedom with it really um, I've not really changed the rules, I've not changed the way it works as such. It's still a case of try your best to sign players under the age of 18 uh, that are less than 7 million and then sell them off before they reach 29 years old so you get the full maximum profit out of them uh, and also have their replacement ready at the age of, say, 17, three years before he's going to have to play, um, if that makes sense. Um, it's 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 still the same basis, but I'm more flexible with it. Like for instance, Southern, who started with me years and years and years ago in Scarborough, uh, when we were all the way down the Blue Square leagues, I uh, had the chance to re-sign him um, a couple of seasons ago, and it was going to cost me 16 million and massive wages, and he was over the age. But I thought, forget it. I've got to sign him. I've got to bring him back. So I'm just being more flexible, so that I'm not restricted, so that I can't, you know, um, get bored or anything like that, basically. That's fair. Um, and lastly, 
what was your greatest achievement manager Scarborough? This might surprise a few people actually. Obviously winning the Champions League, all that stuff's great. But my biggest achievement, the thing that really gave me like a buzz when it happened, was reaching the FA Cup final back when we were in League One. Um I was just shocked, absolutely shocked, because we'd just come up from League 2, I thought this is when things get really tough, we had a blazing season, went through all the rounds, and it was just it was just weird, really weird, I couldn't believe we were against Arsenal, and the fact that we played so well and still lost, um, it was just crazy, I mean at the end of the game I f- was left feeling like we should have won the game, so I think that's probably the best best thing I've done so far. Uh, it was a great read, it was a great read. Um, so yeah, well, while we're on stories of Jake, can I? Uh, I think I'll ask you a couple of questions. Um, my favourite story of yours is uh, the youth challenge that you're doing at the moment with um, yeah. Fortuna Stitchart. That's right, isn't it? I've pronounced that right. Fortuna Stitchart. Uh, ah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> um, I'm sure a lot of forum readers must be keen uh, to see your posts every time that they come out. Uh, I mean, it's it's a great challenge. Um, it's really intriguing as well, actually. But what actually inspired you to take it on? Um, well, I was rooting for a new challenge, really. Um, after Varbe's Boys last year, I thought I could do with a new challenge. I, I always like challenging myself um, in any way, really, on Football Manager. Um, I did Pentagon this year as well. Um, I didn't. I didn't write that, but I, I did. Um, that and I've done a few lower league teams but I thought I was up for a new challenge and I was scouring through the internet um, and happened to come across um, a story on the SI forums about IK Tord which is um, a fourth division Swedish team and he'd, he'd signed no players and he'd gone through the leagues just on his youth system and I thought, right. what a great challenge that would be to try and get a team um, in one of the top leagues in Europe um, just through their youth academy yeah, definitely. To, to win the Champions League. And, and that's that was the basis of it, really. Um, I'm just glad it's worked out as well as it has. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's, it's a great read, definitely. Um Moving on to tactics, what is your approach? Uh, I mean, do you prefer attack to defence? Uh, do you tweak things for every opponent? Or do you just rely on one preset tactic? Ooh, one. I do a 4-5-1 with a holding midfielder. It's it's solid. And we have to be solid because we're not the greatest team in the Eredivisie. Um, or we weren't beforehand. So we needed to stay solid so we could break on the counter. But as we've gone through arduous seasons, um, coming so close to winning the title, um, we've we've got better ability wise and um I've I've made I've made the tactic a bit more fluid, making sure that the attack is there as well as uh, a solid defence. Um to be honest I'm very stubborn with tactics. I I never I rarely rarely ever change them. And the thing that I use the most um, actually is is the shouts. I, I never really go onto the tactics board um, or the tactics page and and have a look about what's going wrong. I, I automatically just go for the shouts, and they, they seem to be paying off. So 
um, it's definitely an improvement by by SI. Yeah, I'm, I'm, do you know what? I'm exactly the same on that as well. And I, I also, going off subject a little bit, I, I also think that you, you're always going to start a new save with quite a cautious tactic because you can't go all out because the save could end uh, before it even begins and there's nothing worse as a writer for that to happen. Yeah. Um, and I think that over time as you start to think, well, actually, we're not really doing much in terms of going forward, I think that's when the tactics start to evolve. Uh, it did with me last year anyway, that's how mine worked. But um, moving on from tactics then, um, my big issue with FM at the moment is youth recruitment. Um, it, it bugs the hell out of me. No matter what I upgrade or how big my club becomes, we never seem to sign quality Regans for the youth academy. We do now and again, don't get me wrong, I do see a couple, but what I don't see is like, for instance, in Sears' uh, story down in the forum, he got to the point where he'd built his academy up so well uh, and had such good coaching staff, everything was perfect, and you saw the youth intake reflected that as well. And it yeah, was brilliant. No, but I've never had that. True. It booked the hell out of me. So my question is, um, how are you finding that area of the game? Um, and if it's going well for you, which it seems to be going okay, um, do you have any tips for anyone, uh, including myself and the listeners? <laughs> um, it's... How am I finding it? Quite tough. Because you only get a certain amount. You can't choose... You can't pick and choose what you want. And you get what you're given and you've got to work with what you're given um, and because you only get two or three half decent players every year